It's Pi Augustine, your Division One candidate for Ipswich. My plan is for a community that is vibrant and attracts world investment, a community that is connected with the state-of-the-art transport system, a community that cares for our people and environment at a time of need. Division One needs a councillor that has the energy and motivation to get things done. A community champion. Find out more about me on my Facebook page, Pi Augustine for Division One. This ad was approved by Pi Augustine candidate. Ipswich deserves strong and stable leadership you know you can trust. I'm Mayor Teresa Harding, and as your Mayor, Ipswich is once again a city that businesses are proud to invest in and families love to call home. To keep our city moving forward, I'm committed to reducing cost of living pressures, expanding our road and transport networks, delivering more for our suburbs, and boosting investment in grassroots sports in our community. So vote one Teresa Harding for Mayor for sustainable growth for Ipswich. Authorised by T Harding, 264 South Station Road, Raceview. Coming up, Ipswich rates to rise 2.75%. More for curb and channelling streets in older suburbs. The war on waste amps up and councillors vote no to increasing their own pay. Mayor Harding joins the show to talk about these and other highlights from the special budget meeting of Ipswich City Council. It's Thursday, June 24, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Ipswich City Council's annual budget was handed down on Thursday, June 24, what does it mean for Ipswich ratepayers, businesses and residents? Mayor Teresa Harding joins me now. Thanks for speaking with Ipswich today, Mayor Harding. Thank you for having me on, Alan, and hello, listeners. You announced an average increase for owner-occupiers of 2.75% for the 21-22 year, while the annual CPI is only about 1.1%. Why is it above CPI? Look, we've raised the rates by 2.75%. It actually ends up being about uh, $0.94 per week uh, for the average uh, ratepayer. We felt that it was very important to get that balance between um, delivering the services and the facilities that people want and the infrastructure without increasing it too much. Um, The increase for commercial rates have gone up 1%. And we have made something, we've done something different. We've actually increased the rates for noxious land use, so uh, landfill and, and, and waste operators, to be five, a 5% rise. What else can ratepayers expect from this budget? It was really important that we, we did listen to what people said and, and, and we felt that um, people felt that growth was happening in an imbalanced way or there was a focus in, in certain areas. We felt that it was very important to make sure that um, as a city that we grow together. So we're making sure that there is a 40% increase in rural road spending. So you'll see that 4.6% will be spent on, on that. Um, so four, sorry, 4.6 million will be spent on that. Um, we're also initiating a new curb and channel program for established suburbs as well, uh, as well as uh, rehabilitating, um, you know, some of the older curb and channeling in, in our older suburbs as well. And that's a $22 million program over three years. But we're still going gangbusters in the areas that have growth. Uh, Red Bank Plains Road is getting $7.5 million worth of upgrades. And the Springfield Parkway and the Springfield Greenback Arterial, um, that, that, whole area there it's getting is still powering along and this financial that'll be 12.8 million dollars in roads there so hopefully we've got that right balance for infrastructure as well as making sure we've got money for community development our sporting fields and also for our environment as well 
Increasing population means increased traffic, Mayor Harding. Uh, what's in the budget to help alleviate this traffic congestion we're seeing around the city? Yeah, this is a significant uh, issue for all of us. We, none of us like sitting in, in traffic. Um, Council will be investing in, in this next one actually $54.5 million to maintain, upgrade and expand our local road network. We're also investing uh, $20 million in a sealed road rehabilitation, uh, $22 million on a curb and channel program over three years, uh, $4.8 million to protect and enhance the local environment. But really importantly as well, we're investing another half a million dollars in um, um, mowing, operational mowing costs for when we have the, that, all that weather and the, and the rain and the sun and, the, and our mowing get, and our grass gets very long. Unmade roads in rural areas have been talked about in recent council meetings. Has council made any commitment yet on how to manage these unmade roads going forward? Look, we, we hope to be bringing a policy forward at the next council meeting on how we'll um, manage those unformed or unmaintained roads. They're roads that uh, council don't maintain. So when, I guess, people buy property there, they, they know that. Uh, but obviously, as, as townships grow and places get bigger, they gradually get back on the books. And Waters Road in Calvert um, is currently an unformed and unmaintained road. That will come on the council books. We'll make that a maintained gravel road. The other thing is looking at you know busy gravel roads for them to become sealed. So Burrallon Station Road in Pine Mountain is one of those roads that will become a, a bitumen and, and sealed road. Um, we're also trialling some new technology for Ipswich. So uh, we've been looking at uh, bitumen roads are quite expensive. We've been looking at a couple of roads that aren't as busy, like Hodgson's Road in Walloon, where we'll be trialling a dust suppressant. So we'll treat the road and, and finish it off properly. It is a gravel road. It'll be 1.6 kilometres long, and it's 3.5 uh, metres wide. And then we put on 10 mils of bitumen on it. Um, so it's, like I said, not a busy road. Um, we won't be expecting trucks. And we'll, we'll go to pilot that road and see how we go and see if that's a viable technology for, you know, gravel roads that we do get a lot of complaints from residents that there's a lot of dust. You've talked a lot about iFuture. In simple mm. terms, what is iFuture? Yeah, well, it's our corporate plan. We did uh, we did a lot of community consultation. Over 18,000 people were consulted in creating what is our corporate plan and what's our, our future vision. Uh, when you sit down with a budget or what, what's happening, it's really important to take into consideration uh, the tone, the views and the opinions of, of residents, but also for us as a council, um, it gives us a base point for when we do our budget. So when we looked at our four main themes of, of iFuture, that gave us a, uh, like, uh, a sustainable um, uh, environment. It made sure that we actually increased the EnviroPlan levy and we'll be investing more money in sustainable areas in our, and sustainable conservation areas in our city. Money has been allocated in the budget for a business case for the Ipswich Central to Springfield Central proposed rail link. Why is yep. Council doing this when it's a state government responsibility? Thank you for that question, Alan. Uh, public transport is absolutely a state government responsibility. Um, you know, nothing much happens. So we commissioned the very first business case. Uh, that went to Infrastructure Australia and they've taken that on board as now as a priority project. During the state election last year, uh, the state government said that they put $1 million towards the $2.5 million business case. So we've now put half a million and uh, we're now asking the federal government if they'd put a million in. Um, that's what the state government have asked us to do. So we'll, we'll continue down that path. Um, it's very important that this infrastructure does happen. 70% of the growth that we are going to be getting over the next you know, 15 to 20 years is going to be along that train corridor. I, we, we really do need that public transport there. What's in the budget for local community groups, sport and the arts in general? Community is so important. Uh, so in this budget, there is $6.1 million there to support our community with events and grants and social support programs. 
Also in the budget meeting, uh, councillors voted to freeze their pay for the next 12 months. Was was that an unexpected motion from Councillor Tully? Um, it was because he didn't raise it during budget workshops. Um, he, he did have a different view during budget workshops. But look, views change and um, I think that's part of our democracy. Um, we voted last year not to have a pay rise. Um, it was unanimous again this year not to have a pay rise. Um, people are hurting and I think um, we're all very comfortable with where that is and I think it's just part of us as being community leaders that we, um, that we take this stance. And finally, the new council HQ, 1 Nicholas Street, opens on Monday. How important is this for the overall revitalisation of Ipswich CBD? Um, Certainly, as we've been looking at having tenants coming into Nicholas Street Precinct, having an office block with 750-plus council workers there is very attractive to anyone who's tenanting there. Lots of wonderful customers who come out at lunchtime and, and after hours. So I think it's important for the, you know, that, that economic boost and development uh, in the Nicholas Street Precinct, but also top of town and the rest of the CBD as well. Um, I can't tell you, the council offices are pumped. You know, we're, they're really looking forward to the space. It is a, a really lovely um, space for them to work from and um, we're just looking forward to getting started and getting getting cracking to the next one extra year. And it also coincides with the opening of the new children's library. Absolutely. On Monday we, we move in and we'll be opening the... Australia's very first dedicated children's library. So we're very excited about that. And we have Jay Legaya coming out as well. He's doing some reading and some activities for some of the kids. On what is a busy budget day in 2021, Mayor Teresa Harding, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much, Alan. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. You can subscribe for free and share this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich today from your smart speaker. Suggestions are welcome for future interviews and topics. Just go to the Ipswich Today website or Facebook page and leave a message. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au.